0: Welcome to the second season of One Word Check-In, the podcast for those who tend to check out when life becomes too much. When we live our lives checked out, we run on autopilot and often miss the richness life has to offer. We can become disconnected from our relationships and ourselves. No matter how busy we are, it's important to periodically pause and check in. Not only with ourselves, but with others. That's how we stay connected to the present moment. And that's how we stay connected to God, because that's where God is, right here, right now. The one word check in is a practice that summarizes feelings in one word. We check in with ourselves and name our well being for the day, week, or season of life. I'm Pastor Christy, and I'm glad you're here in this moment. I invite you to check in and think of one word that describes what you're feeling right now. now. Sometimes it's difficult to limit to one word, I know, so hyphenated words and phrases are okay. Are you ready? It's time to check in. What's your word for today? I will now share a short reflection centered on one word that can be used in meditation and self reflection throughout your week. The word is taken from scripture in which I will read before the reflection. I invite you to listen to the scripture for the word, phrase, or image that draws your attention. Now, this podcast coincides with Exploring Scripture, a community that practices Lexia Divina together. If you'd like more info about Exploring Scripture, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, foothillsumc.org. Get comfortable and open yourself to the word that God has for you today. This week's scripture is Matthew 3, 1 through 12. And again, I'm reading it in the message translation, which is pretty dramatic this week. The heading is called Thunder in the Desert. While Jesus was living in the Galilean Hills, John called the baptizer was preaching in the desert country of Judea. His message was simple and austere like his desert surroundings. Change your life. God's kingdom is here. John and his message were authorized by Isaiah's prophecy. Thunder in the desert. Prepare for God's arrival. Make the road smooth and straight. A John dressed in a camel hair habit, tied at the waist by a leather strap. He lived on a diet of locust and wild filled honey. People poured out of Jerusalem, Judea, and the Jordanian countryside to hear and see him in action. There, at the Jordan River, those who came to confess their sins were baptized into a changed life. When people realized that a lot of Pharisees and Sadducees were showing up for a baptismal experience because it was a popular thing to do, he exploded. Brood of snakes, what do you think you're doing slithering down here to the river? Do you think a little water on your snake skins is going to make any difference? It's your life that must change, not your skin. And don't think you can pull rank by claiming Abraham as father. Being a descendant of Abraham is neither here nor there. Descendants of Abraham are a dime a dozen. What counts is your life. Is it green and flourishing? Because if it's dead wood, it goes on the fire. I'm baptizing you here in the river, turning your old life in for a kingdom life. The real action comes next. The main character in this drama, compared to him, I'm a mere stagehand, will ignite the kingdom life within you, a fire within you, the Holy Spirit within you, changing you from the inside out. He's going to clean house, make a clean sweep of your lives. He'll place everything true in its proper place before God. Everything false, he'll put out with the trash to be burned. We're approaching the second Sunday of Advent. For the first Sunday, we're kind of in disbelief, but by the second Sunday, we're in full throttle of the season. In just a week's time, something shifts into high gear, and we may be left feeling already consumed in the busyness and overwhelmed by our to-do lists. We want to remain present in our time of preparation, but we are often swept up in the preparation that they begin to feel more like obligations, which leaves us seeking peace. In this scripture, John the Baptist was not letting people off the hook. He was serious about preparation. Baptism was the beginning of preparing ourselves to receive Christ, but some were getting baptized because it was the popular thing to do. John warns that the true preparation is life-changing. In the Message Devotional Bible, Eugene Peterson offered the three words that drew his attention, prepare, snakes, and fiery. To paraphrase his reflection, he said preparation requires repentance and a changed life, but some were still slithering their way back to their old lives. Fire changes things drastically, so we should be prepared that our lives will look drastically different. We will be transformed when we make a path for Christ. On the second week of Advent, we focus on peace, but this scripture doesn't leave us feeling very calm and peaceful. But if we truly prepare ourselves and make a path for Christ... His peace will come and fill our hearts. True peace comes to us when we make a path for Christ's peace to be born in us. Let us now prepare to light the candle of peace. God of peace, we hear the loud voices to prepare the way for you. Our paths to your peace are rarely straight. Through twists and turns, back roads and sideways, we finally make a way to you. We confess we are restless, unsettled, or just off. We confess our sins of selfishness. We seek your peace to calm us. We seek your forgiveness to liberate us. During this season of Advent, Your Holy Spirit washes us anew, sparking a fire within our hearts, spreading from heart to heart, making its way into the world. We hear the loud voices to prepare the way for you. We finally make a way for you to bring peace to our restless hearts, to bring peace to the suffering, to bring peace to all in the world. We light the candle of peace because you give us peace through redemption. Amen. And if you would like to do more reflection, here are some questions. Where do you need peace in your life? Have you experienced peace after surrender? Where do you need forgiveness? Perhaps write a prayer of confession and begin with forgiving God. Please forgive me for dot, dot, dot. Thank you for listening to One Word Check-In. Share it with your friends if you found it meaningful. May God's grace and peace surround you this day.